Hear elevated conversation on crucial issues. Boyd Matheson on Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today, as always. And as we continue the conversation today, of course, we just spoke with Representative John Curtis uh, about some of the things happening during the Super Bowl, some of those ads that were directly connected uh, to Chinese companies, whether it was TikTok or Temu, uh, and those that have a, a lot of big challenges. There was another ad that appeared during the Super Bowl that uh, sparked some interest uh, around political families. Uh, there was the uh, ad from uh, a PAC supporting uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and uh, it did cause some drama online uh, and in the social circles uh, for the Kennedy clan. And uh, someone who took a look at that, as well as some other famous families uh, who got into a few fights over politics. And uh, join us on the line, Peter Schaefer, uh, intern at Politico, Politico Magazine. And uh, Peter, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on, boy. Uh, we always love looking at the historics of this. So uh, for maybe for our listeners who uh, weren't, uh, maybe they were over at the uh, guacamole dip uh, during the uh, particular commercial, because there was only one, it was only 30 seconds, uh, but give them an outline of what that was and why it caused such a stir in Camelot. Yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere. A lot of people weren't expecting the ad. as a 30-second spot that was pretty much a replica of a 1960 ad for John F. Kennedy uh, with just different images for Robert F. Kennedy, who's running, uh, just images of him. Um, and yeah, there was a bit of a surprise from the Kennedy family. A lot of folks have not been supportive of his candidacy or his campaign for some of his positions on vaccines, uh, but also worries that he could be a spoiler in the presidential election for uh, Biden or whoever the Democratic nominee ends up being. Yeah, and then uh, we're going to take a look at that coming up at 150, uh, talking about uh, who that uh, plays to, some of these independent <laughs> bids, what will or won't happen there. Uh, and so it's always interesting to see uh, how political families work through these kinds of things. And you have the next generations that move on. And uh, one of the things that I, I love, Peter, you you got into some of the historics of it. And I love that you started uh, with Benjamin Franklin uh, and his son, William, uh, and how they sort of had a divergent path there when it comes to politics. Describe that for us. Yeah, I mean, this really goes all the way back. Family feuds. Really, you can see them throughout American history. Uh, the one with Franklin's really fun. It was fun to do some research on that. Benjamin Franklin's son, William Franklin, was really following in his father's footsteps, became a printer, and then later the governor, royal governor of New Jersey in the years before the American Revolution. Uh, but then they really went different ways. Benjamin Franklin, of course, became a revolutionary, um, and he tried to persuade his son, William, to join the Continental Army under George Washington in 1775, but he refused. Eventually, he was found... Uh, uh, spoiling uh, some of the colonists' plans uh, with some letters. He was tossed in solitary confinement, uh, had to flee in exile to England. Father and son never reconciled. Um, And I really like looking through some of the letters here. Benjamin wrote to Franklin at the very end of his life, nothing has ever hurt me so much and affected me with such keen sensations as to find myself deserted in my old age by my only son. really shows you how deep some of these political feuds can go. Yeah, it's amazing how the, the politics can uh, get in there. Uh, you also explored another uh, interesting one in terms of family, and that was the uh, the Roosevelts. Uh, of course, Presidents Teddy and Franklin were uh, definitely not on the same page when it came to the politics. Yeah, that's for sure. It was interesting doing some research on that because even though they were on different sides of the spectrum politically, they actually had a pretty good relationship. Mm. It was most, more so their cousin that had the real beef. Uh, that would be Alice Roosevelt on the Republican side and Eleanor Roosevelt, of course, the first lady on the Democratic side. Uh, some of the things that Alice said about 
uh, Eleanor. Uh, she'd impersonate Eleanor by tucking her chin, sticking out her teeth, and braying. That's how bad blood had gotten between them. Uh, always interesting to to see all of that, and uh, uh, they always say, uh, you know, the, the the politics and the family blood. Uh, it's which one is more thick? I think is the uh, often the question in the end in some of these political families. Anything surprise you as you were kind of digging through these, and you went through a whole host of them from uh, from the Trumps to the Romneys uh, to the Kennedys to the Cheneys uh, and a host of others in between. Uh, anything stand out to you, or or a nice lesson learned from those? Um. You know, I, I, I guess it's nice to sometimes see when families are able to get back together, even mm-hmm. after uh, bad blood happens. The Cheneys are a good example there. Uh, in 2014, Liz Cheney was running for U.S. Senate in Wyoming. She came out in opposition to gay marriage at the time, even though her sister had recently married. Um, she lost that campaign pretty badly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until 2021, years later, that, that they were able to really reconcile after that. Um, it's, it's nice to see those examples. Another example, actually, that wasn't included in, in this story, but was the McCain's. Um, they, too, had had some differences, but were able to reconcile. Um, it's something we see less and less of in American politics nowadays, I think. Yeah. So always good when families are able to reconcile over some of those differences. Yeah. Always good when we come back. We need a, a big dose of that. We need more coming back to that. Uh, a lot of families have stopped talking uh, because of politics uh, over the last eight years, and I think it's something we all got to learn to to set aside and uh, to go back to what actually matters the most. And, uh, and it is uh, beginning there in the principles of family. Uh, Peter, thank you so much for joining us today. Great piece uh, at Politico, Politico magazine, and a great read and a great way to roll into the weekend. Thanks so much for joining us today. Of course. Thank, thanks for having me, boy. All right. Again, that's Peter Schaefer uh, from Politico magazine. And uh, he just did a really nice job of articulating Uh, Some of the different family feuds that began over politics all the way back to uh, Benjamin Franklin and his son, William, through the Roosevelt's Kennedy's uh, that we're seeing play out a little bit today. Uh, And it's always interesting to to see how that goes. And those challenges are real. Uh, But the thing that's most important for all of us to remember uh, is politics is downstream. Uh, It is downstream from culture. It's definitely downstream from community. And it's especially downstream from family. And we all just need to make sure we keep it there. All right, we'll step aside for some bottom-of-the-hour news. Don't go anywhere. More Inside Sources coming up next. Stick around.